Merrill Hodge is standing by. He likes a big intro coming out of locker room. He's going to break down the Lions and the Cowboys and the other NFC North games. All this presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Always use code HUGE. After you download the app and sign up to get the promo hookups. Let's go welcome in Merrill Hodge, former Steeler running back, ESPN NFL insider. He's standing by. Good to have you back, my friend. Well, good to be back, my good brother. Hope you've been well. Yeah, we were trying to figure out the Lions. You know, they were 1-1 one and one and leading by 10 in Minnesota. And I'm thinking the you know, congregation is ready to erupt in the Church of Honolulu Blue. And then they've bottomed out since. And they get a bye week. And now they face uh, one of the better stories in the NFL this year in the Cowboys who get Dak Prescott back. So your thoughts on that game? Well, you know, the first thing that I don't expect Dallas to deviate from you know, which was a which was a problem with Lions last week. You know, just handling the running game. You know, I, I can just tell you that it's going to be a theme. Um, when we have talked, it'll always be a theme in the National Football League. The one thing that is that you have to do, and if you can do it consistently, it's it's the greatest chance to win in the NFL. It's the only. That's why this game is so unique and so different than the college level and high school level. Um, but it does kind of apply to those if you wanted to. So that being said, you got to control the tempo. You know, and the only way you can really control the tempo of a game, and that means you're the dictator. You know, you're 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 telling the defense, you're dictating what kind of coverages they're in or the limited coverages that they can play because you run the ball so well they've got to surrender somebody to the box. The second that happens, I got you. Now I can be my as a play caller so much easier. Um and so if you reverse that, you know, and that's where Detroit, got, the Lions got into trouble. Is you got to commit guys to the box. Now you're limited in coverage, and now they can hit you in the passing game, and they can be explosive. Um, but if you can't stop that, it's going to just be a long day. It's hard to win in this league consistently if you can't do that. That's why I've loved what the Lions have done. You know, for the last couple of years, they do not deviate from that. They are committed to that. And that does help them give them a chance to win. Now, the Patriot game, you just can't turn the ball over. I mean, at the end of the day, the only stat that matters, you know, everybody's got a stat for everything. And most of them are absolutely irrelevant. The one stat that you just can't avoid that is the most critical component to winning and losing is turnovers. You know, um, when you have an opportunity to, to score and you come away with no points, if it's a pick six, you know, the – the devastation of that is hard to recover from. So, um, so you know, when I look at this game, you know, the one thing that Dallas does that is a problem to a lot of teams is they can create pressure to your quarterback. Well, they didn't create a lot of pressure um, to Jalen Hurts because why? They ran the football. They neutralized them. They really neutralized what they could do. Um, so the Lions are going to be able to do that. I, you know, they haven't been able to not run the football. I can't think of, you know, the last couple of years. I mean, I know there's been a a bump in the road here and there, but they, they are committed to it and they're good at it, you know, and that does help them. That always gives you a chance to win. You know, and then it comes down to what other phases can you complement that with that are good enough to win? You know, like the Lions have come a little more explosive this year. They weren't that last year. Um, if they can, you know, if you don't create mistakes and, turno- uh, mistakes and turnovers in scoring territory, it could come down to that. Zach, Pre- Zach uh, Dak hasn't played for over a month, you know, and I, I, 
I just wouldn't expect him to be extremely sharp. It's a very hard position or any position to do that. So, you know, this is really a game that those two components, both of them have. Who can best feed off and build off of that, that component of the ground game really has the best chance to win this game. When you look at the Lions uh, this year compared to a year ago from an NFL breakdown vantage point, what do you see that's better and what do you see that concerns you? Well, you know, the, some of the, let's start on the offensive side. They've got a little more explosiveness. I think the pass game is better complement. Okay. It can still evolve, but it's much better. I think there's more phases there. Um, you know, they've had some bad moments with the offensive line, especially, you know, the tackles have struggled at times. Um, um, you've made bad, you've made some bad choices, some bad throws at quarterback. Um, so, um, that had gotten better, you know, from, from an overall perspective of, say, the last, the last two years. You know, defensively, man, when you just can't stop the run, you know, um, that's, I guess, so many things. You just, it's not like you're, you're, you're leaking a little bit. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like a massive reconstruction when you can't do that. It was just like, you're trying everything. So you try, I want to say everything. You do things like run blitz and slant and stunting. Uh, that's usually a sign of a team that is desperate. Not that doing that all the time is desperate because teams will just change that up as a wrinkle to blow up a run. I can just tell you this from playing in this league for a long time and a running back perspective. We always look at a team that did that. Here's what we're going to do. You might blow up a couple, but we're going to gash you. We're going to gash you more than you blow up, and eventually that's going to cost you. So you've got to be able to line up and, and just win. And they haven't been able to do that. Um, and until they can kind of correct that, you know, people are going to come out every week and, and challenge them at that. That's why, you know, when people are talking about with Dallas, you know, with, um, you know, Dag back, you know, they'll probably open it up. I'm like, that would be the dumbest thing on the planet Earth. If they want to lose that, I mean, I'll guarantee the Lions would love that. Go ahead and try to throw it all over the park, you know, get away from your running game um, and make that easy on us. I don't think that is going to happen. I think Dallas will will come in and they'll build off of that and, and Dak will be a complement to what they're doing. That's their best shot to win. But, you know, with those areas, and listen, I, I have seen those things get better during the season. And here's what happens. You know, we're going into week seven. What happens statistically, this is why teams go back and look at the last four games. They don't look at the last seven. They look at the last four because that tells you if a team is getting better or worse no matter where they stand statistically. So when you get to week 12 – Let's say that you had, you know, let's say the Lions defense obviously not played well the first seven. But they start to get incrementally better every week. Well, by week 12, you're probably not going to see that statistically if you looked at the entire 12 weeks. But if you looked at the last four weeks and look and pull that little um, window open, you would see how they're playing and how good they are or if they, if they may be playing worse. So that's why teams do what they do to get ready for an opponent. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, NFL insider, joining us like he does each and every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. If you have an NFL question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain, text word HUGE, out of 21,000. So what's your prediction Sunday, Cowboys or Lions? Well, just but you got to use the evidence that you have to this point. I just think that Dallas is a little more complete. They can do a little more defensively. 
than the Lions can right now. That that ultimately be the, is the difference. You know, I don't think that they come in and you know throw the ball forty times, forty five with with Dak. I think they stay with what's foundationally got them back on track. Um, uh, unless the Lions can absolutely control the line of scrimmage and just literally gash the Cowboys for the entire four quarters, which which would be very a daunting task to ask. They're going to get them in bad spots, meaning where they're going to be able to pressure them. And, those, and then that those pressures, I just think, could be the difference in those critical moments in the game. So um, favor the Cowboys in this one. Merrill Haas joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, DraftKings NFL Power Hour, something we do each and every Friday statewide. Uh, Packers, uh, what's going on with this team? Rodgers has no receivers. They're taking on the Commanders. Man, if they lose this game, they may not end up being a 500 team. Well, let me just say this. This has to be a heck of a ball game because both teams are equally bad. I mean, we can get in where they're equally bad. It's actually a little different. I'll tell you this. What was very surprising is the Packers – are struggling up front. I mean, with every aspect, running the football, they got free defenders running everywhere, unaccounted for. They're not moving anybody. Um, In pressures, people are missing assignments. When you have that type of inconsistency, I don't even care if they had great wide receivers. Um, This offense would not be as good because of how poor they're playing. Now, listen, is there a rhythm and a timing that um, I have seen Aaron Rodgers have before. No, it's probably the worst I've ever seen. It's kind of like Tom Brady, worst I've ever seen in their careers. So they don't have that rhythm of time, but uh, the inefficiency and how unaffected the offensive line is, even the perimeter guys when it comes to running the ball, um, they can, their offense is nothing really. You know, they have no running game that threatens you. They have nothing in the passing game that scares you. Um, and they're able to get after Aaron. Period. Now, that's just the obvious sign. Shoot, um, the Jets absolutely, and this has been a problem with Packers actually all year, just smashed them in the running game. I mean, gashed them. Moved them all over the place. Ran weak side, strong side. Now, when you look at Washington, this, here might be their, their, uh, the best thing to happen to them. That Carson Wentz got hurt. Uh, just, I'll tell you, it's one guy who was killing 10 all year long from just inaccurate throws to just awful decisions. And I'm going to tell you this. I, I could have never dreamt that Carson Wentz would play to how he's playing after you watched him the way he started in Philadelphia and just before he gets hurt in, in L.A. Um, with that knee. After that, he's never been the same. I've never seen a guy a road who didn't show these things in college, because keep in mind he didn't. Very accurate as, as a passer. I mean, tremendous decision maker in college and in the pro time that he played. And then all of a sudden, it just eroded when he came back. And it was, it was atrocious in Indianapolis. I mean, there were times, if I would have stripped all the Colts off, if I could have just put all blank jerseys on everybody, and I'd have had you watch it. And let's say you're, you're, you've been watching the NFL forever, you're a student of quarterbacks. I asked you, how, many years, how long do you think this kid's been playing? And the kid was Carson Wentz. And you'd say, oh, he's a rookie. And you'd say a rookie just based on how vanilla the passing game was. He was even messing that up. I'm telling you, from a decision-making aspect, yeah, I, I, I would just be. Lo- I'd love to be in the meeting room just to ask you, what are you thinking here? It's the only possible way that you could get some understanding of what he is seeing or not seeing, and why he makes the poor decisions he makes. But Heineke plays well. 
And I play, let's just say he plays with the way he has played when he's had opportunities. Carson Wentz ain't playing again. And I actually think Washington's a better football team with Heineke in this particular uh, ball game. I don't think they're as deficient in the defensive line and the offensive line as, Detroit, as uh, the Packers are. And that ultimately the difference. I don't care if they have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have time to throw it. And when he does throw it, the inconsistency of the guys he's throwing it to are not there, and that's not changing overnight. So I actually believe this is a blessing for actually um, the commanders uh, in this one, an advantage commanders. Merrill Hodge, uh, former NFL insider, former Steelers running back. He joins us every Friday on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Last game, uh, the Patriots. Bailey Zappi, talk about a quarterback energizing a team. I don't know, Mac Jones will get his job back and look at what Mac Jones did in his rookie year. They should manhandle the Bears. Uh, they manhandled the Browns and the Lions in back-to-back weeks, a three-game stretch, exactly not NFL murderers row, but your thoughts on the Patriots Bears? Well, let's let's start with probably the biggest concern for the, the Bears, and that that's Justin Fields and where he is as a, a quarterback and where his development is. I think you got to back up a little bit, and this is fair to every position, more so for a quarterback. I give them three years, not not two. But after about three years of the quarterback, you know what you have for sure. Now that being said. When you change coaches and coordinators in a guy's second year and now there's new learning again, it is the recipe for disaster for a quarterback. And actually, every, any, any kind of player. I, I can just say this from experience. When I first got in the league, Chuck Noll was the head coach. We had a system that fit me. In five years of playing that system, it, it, after two, shoot, after a year and a half, it was, I mean, I had it. I knew, knew it like the the back of my hand. I mean, I knew what was going to work, how we, what we could lean on, what we needed to go to. Bill Cower came in. Offense completely different. Didn't fit me. I felt like a foreign guy, you know, and actually I was kind of a hinge player for them. You know, I know that Ron Earhart, the coordinator, wanted to get rid of me um, because he wanted a different player for the position that I played. I was more versatile. He didn't need that. And that's why I ended up going to Chicago. So I understand how that can affect a career. So, I used Drew Bledsoe all the time. Drew Bledsoe, when he first got in the career, he was a new coordinator, new head coach. Once he got stability, then he got hurt, then Tom Brady came in, and Drew Bledsoe never developed into the real quarterback I think he could have been. Then you look at Troy Aikman's career. Same head coach, same coordinator. As soon as that shifted, his career changed, and he, and he got out. Those make a difference. Now, I'm not making excuses for him. What I'm saying is it's a, it's a start over for him again. And I see something, something in him I have never seen. I didn't see it when he was in college. I didn't see it last year. I see a guy who goes to throw the ball. Let's say it's a curl. Let's say it's a dig route. Let's say it's a slant. I don't care what it is. He's hesitating. Like you can see his body. It's like, it's like he's trying to throw a stutter goal, which he's not. You don't have time to pause like that. You can't hesitate in this league and throw the ball effectively. He has that. Now, I don't know why he's doing that. Is he uncertain? Does he not have? He clearly doesn't have any confidence. I mean, in the processing, what is it that's causing that hesitation in his passing game? Then that's really affecting his accuracy, which is really. That, that, I'm just telling you, that's a massive hurdle for them to get over. You know, you got to look as a coach. You got to find ways to get him comfortable. You know that, and that's. I've always thought from a coordinator perspective, you adapt to that player. I don't care what you believe in. You adapt to what he can do and do well, and then build from there. And until they get there, I just think that the Bears will continue to struggle because that's not going to be fixed in a week. You know, and just really quick, the Patriots. I mean, listen, 
they're, they're going to be scary. What they're doing on defense, the type of pressures and things that they're doing defensively, how they create and change their game plan week to week. They still do it as good as anybody in football. They just don't get credit for it because they had that. Like, I can tell you what we saw against the Lions. Are they going to do that same thing against the Bears? No. There'll be a different approach to them, and it'll be a more of a pressure approach because of their problems that they got at quarterback. Their running game is legit. As I know you guys saw and experienced, that bad boy goes, it's went on a road for him, it's been at home. And Zappy, it doesn't matter. I, the quarterback deal, he hasn't played much better than Jones, to really be honest with you. As long as you just complement what's going on up front, like we've kind of talked about with, with Dallas, um, even Detroit, how can the Lions get better phases to complement that? Then they become a complete offense. But they're wicked in both areas of the trenches, and that's what makes them dangerous. And with the inconsistency it builds, um, throwing the football, I mean, I just think it's a heavy favorite, the Patriots, because they're going to add to that. You know, they, they're going to see it on tape, too. They're going to add to that issue and create more problems for the Bears, unfortunately, for Chicago. Merrill Hodge, every week on the NFL, DraftKings, Power Hour, good stuff, Merrill, way to break it down. Uh, we'll talk next week. Okay, my good brother.